Welcome back to the Chris Passy Show. Today's guest, we have a, a very talented young guy. Uh, he's a professional boxer. Uh, welcome to the show, Clarence Clayhova Dubose. Yes, yes. What up, what up? Hey, thank you for taking the time. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. Know, you. Uh, to my understanding, you made your debut as a professional boxer in January. Mm-hmm. Yep, January 8th. Yep. Yeah, and I was... That was a great debut also because uh, I had a chance to check it out. Uh, I wasn't there, but I had a chance to watch the footage, and right. that was a, a very interesting, uh, <laughs> a great debut. So you definitely off to the right on the right track. Yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Yeah, that uh, that was fun, man. Like, it's been a long time coming. It's been a long time coming for me. So I was just I was just happy. Yeah, I was just happy right. to get out the first one out the way and moving forward. Bigger and better. Keep on pushing. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's crazy, you know. Like you, I'm glad you're a cool guy because the first time, you know, I uh, had to reschedule and I ain't mm-hmm. playing on it. And yeah. I was like, a boxer is the wrong person to be <laughs> to be just just flaking out on. Oh like, no, man, it's all good. I ain't, yeah. It ain't nothing like that, you know. Outside of the ring, I'm I'm like everybody else. So you know, <laughs> so, inside the ring, then it's a whole different story. It's a whole different story. But when I'm outside, you know, I ain't some raging maniac <laughs> running around. around of, no, yeah. I ain't I ain't into all that. <laughs> oh, I you, man. So yes, as a boxer, mm-hmm. um, do you see do you see people like trying you because they know you a boxer, or are they more like intimidated? Like uh, uh more so, more so, more so intimidated, and I'd be like, why? You know, like I was just saying, like <laughs> right. I, I don't really do be running around trying to scare people. You know, what I mean, but um, I had a few people like like try me like come on i want you to hit me i'll be like what like what, what is wrong with you like no like, no and then plus like i i could go to jail for that i got yeah, I'm, right. I'm licensed now i can't be just punching people for no reason like come on man. you right, talking right. about so it's yeah. crazy man you should hit him just for asking that dumb yeah, question i'm, I'm looking like what <laughs> so it's like how did you decide to become a professional uh a prof- excuse me a professional boxer like was it something that you always knew what you wanted to do, like it was a hobby, and then you wanted to take it seriously, or like how did that come about? Uh, it was something I always wanted to do since I was like a little kid. Um, I just started, I got a late start, you could say, but I always wanted to do it since I was a little kid. Uh, one of the main reasons was I used to watch a lot of Mike Tyson back in the day. I still watch Mike Tyson, old fights and shit. Right. But um, yeah, me and my pops used to sit up. Not just Tyson, but you used to watch all the old school legends and whatnot, but mainly Tyson. You know, Tyson yeah. really wanted me to start just his whole, the way he came out, his whole, like, just everything was just, like, tight. I was like, hey, I want to do that. Right, right. And then um, after high school, when I graduated from high school, uh, it was a gym by my house, uh, Motown Boxing. Uh, and I went up there, and I had been there ever since from, like, that summer that I got out of high school until, like, like last year they just closed recently mm-hmm. so i was training every like every day that's where i got my first fight set and that's where i started my amateur career at motown boxing yeah cool cool so how long does it take to become a professional boxer like is it like a a certain amount of, of fights or is it when you think you're ready it's a little bit of both it's a and it's a little more than that like anybody can become a professional boxer like you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying like because you're you don't become a professional boxer you just go and get your your non uh, how does it go it's like a non-weapon combat license so okay. you go get that from lansing and if you get that you could sign up for a fight now that don't, <laughs> now that don't mean you're gonna be making 100 million like floyd in your next right, 10 right. fights you know you gotta have like the proper the proper team behind you manager the promotional team 
and you want to have like a name behind you or like a little buzz going already from your amateur fights um you want to be the one like national championships or mm-hmm. at least like, runner up in national tournaments even olympic stuff like that so you definitely want to have some kind of name behind you when right, you right. do become a, a professional boxer dope dope mm-hmm. so i understand you got a, a fight coming up uh this week yeah this week N- next the, week next week yeah right. february 13th uh at the royal oak music theater same place i'll be the co-main event this time and yeah plan on doing the same thing <laughs> right <laughs> but man. even though my coaches they don't want me to just go and knock the dude out in the first round they keep telling me they want me to like learn some stuff get some ring experience marinate them as they say so but if I get him hurt, I got to go ahead and go for the right. kill, man. Because <laughs> exactly. if he get me hurt, he going for the kill. You know what I'm saying? So right. I ain't going to play like that. But so we'll see what happens. That's interesting. I thought, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the goal is to get it over as quick as possible. You know? That's my. That's how yeah. I think. But, you know, I guess coming from a coach's aspect, yeah. they see it differently. They think differently. So they want me to have some experience. So when I do get... 10-0, 11-0, and I start fighting tougher opponents, I can know how to last in them longer rounds, and now I, I won't be used to just going in there and knock somebody out, and then when I fight somebody that could hang with me, I'll be looking crazy, like, oh, I don't, I don't know what to do, because we going <laughs> right. on to the 6th, 7th, 8th round, so I see where they're coming from, mm-hmm. but then, you know, I still just want to get them out of there as quick as possible. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I feel that. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's part of your, uh, so, like, let me see, like, you... You have two fights in two months. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you're about to have your second mm-hmm. fight in two months. So, uh, how do you prepare for that? Because I know some people. How often do you plan on fighting as well? Oh well, right now in the beginning stages, I want to fight as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know I fight. I fought January. I fight February. I'm supposed to fight in March in Ohio, and after that, it's a little layoff. But I'll, I'll still be training mm-hmm. you know, the whole time. It's some more fights like in the summertime, June, July, etc. But in the beginning stages for a boxer, it's best to try to fight as much as possible. And you, you want to, like, build yourself up. You don't want to fight somebody that's got 10 fights and you got one fight. You want to build mm-hmm. your way up to that. So it's good to take your time with that. So I definitely want to fight January, February, March. Probably take April off. Maybe fight again, like the, around the beginning of the summer, May or something like that. Because mm-hmm. you do want to fight constantly to get your name out there, get a buzz going, but you don't want to just wear yourself out this early. So right, right. That's how it works. You got to have that long jab. It's like a it's, marathon. Exactly, almost, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly how it is. Yep. Right. So uh, I understand you study boxing. So outside of Mike Tyson, like who are some of your other uh, influences? Uh, Evander Holyfield, Pernell Whitaker. Uh, Roberto Duran, Macho Camacho, man, I'd be here all night, man. <laughs> uh, so many, man. Uh, Tyson, of course. Muhammad Ali, of course. You know, mm-hmm. Mayweather, Adonis Stevenson, man. I, I, I could just ring them off to you, but yeah. yeah I feel you. Mm-hmm. So, how did you prepare? Like, how have you been uh, preparing for these fights uh, up to your leading up to your debut? Training hard, man. Um, I wake up. Some days I go jog about five, six miles. Then that's in the morning. Then I'll go to the gym around like six o'clock and I'll train there. You know, I spar about eight, nine rounds, hit the bag about six rounds, jump rope 20 minutes straight, shuttle box 20 minutes straight. And it's a lot of work, man. It's a lot. Sometimes I go twice a day and do all that. And, uh, I run every day. Either, either I'm jogging at a pace or I'm sprinting. Like I was yesterday, I was at, at the Wayne State track. Uh, I sprint 100 yards 15 times. 
and I went right home. I was done after that. <laughs> I went home. I was right. done. So, yeah, man, it's a lot, a lot of work, a lot of work, biking, all that. Mm -hmm. Right, I feel you. So, is it mostly like, or is it different for different boxers? Um, more cardio, or do like weightlifting, or like does everybody have like the same routine? Not the same, but you mm, know, like, but like a similar formula. Yeah. Um, when it comes to weights, that was my problem. Like, you really don't want to be like. A super bulky boxer you know most boxers are slick and agile and like slender like when i first started boxing amateur i was like 210 like bigger than i am now i was like huge like it was like just stiff though so i couldn't right, move right, i right. couldn't punch properly so the weights are still a factor but you don't want to do heavy weight mm -hmm. uh and low reps you want to do low weight and a lot of reps like just bang them out about 20 reps 30 reps at a time and that'll keep your muscles there, but you won't be they they won't grow, you know what I'm saying? The muscles still be strong and whatnot. And that right, builds right. up endurance as well in the muscles. Right, right. And cardio is definitely like um the bigger guys really don't do as much cardio as they should from what I've seen, just mm -hmm. being around boxing, but cardio is like the most important thing, man. You gotta have them legs, you're gonna be hopping around for 10, 12 rounds. You gotta <laughs> right, have right. them legs there, so cardio is very important. Gotta have that win. Yeah, that's what I noticed in your first fight that I saw. Mm. I was like he didn't look like he was in shape for one, <laughs> and I was like, "Man, I, I I didn't know I I could anticipate it, mm -hmm. but it just seemed like like I, like I said, I saw your footwork, All right? And he was like kind of slow, right? You know yeah, like, <laughs> you gotta have that footwork. You gotta gotta have them feet underneath you, definitely. Yeah. So, what advice would you give to to aspiring uh, younger boxers? I know you're young yourself. Uh, yeah, I'm. A, I just turned 23 last month, January. Uh, so I'm pretty young. But I'm pretty old for boxing in a way. I get to that in a minute. But for like any aspiring person that want to be a, a boxer, I would say like just go hard, man. Like right, right, right. don't let what nobody say. Just like stop from trying to do what you gotta do. They say boxing a dying sport. If you love what you're doing, go for it, man. Just go for it. Go, go, go. Right. But um, about me being an old boxer, <laughs> uh, most dudes get they started in boxing when they're like 17, 18, 19. Like most dudes had their pro debut. When they like in those early ages of their life, like Tyson was the world champion when he was twenty. You know what I'm right, saying? Right, right. Floyd Mayweather has put a debut with him. I think he was nineteen or twenty. So like most dudes get an early start. Um, I didn't start boxing until I was seventeen, at seventeen, eighteen. So like in my head, like for like a, a long period of time, I always told myself like, man, I'm I'm behind, I'm behind this that. But it's really not like that because if you get in there and still bust your ass. And fight and win, fight and win, and do it in a oppressive manner. People still gonna want you. People still gonna pick you up. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a few guys that started boxing. Like like I mentioned um, earlier, Donna Stevenson. He started boxing when he was 28. Mm -hmm. He now 38, and he's like the light heavyweight champion of the world. Wow. Uh, yeah. So like age don't really matter. It's all about what you got in your heart, and mm -hmm. if you really want to do this shit or not. It, age really not a big thing. So I'm not that old for boxing, right, but right. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean that makes sense uh, from my perspective. It seemed like it would make sense to me too because mm -hmm. I look at certain things that I've started, or as I get as I have gotten older, mm -hmm. and um, I think the older you become, the wiser you become. Exactly. And so you you uh, tend to be more disciplined, right. you know, as opposed to people having to force you to uh, you know focus and try mm -hmm. to be disciplined. So I think you at a perfect age. You know what I'm saying? And, and you take it more seriously, right? You know, so right. You, you actually know what you're doing, like exactly. why, well, why you know, right. well, excuse me, why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. So that's cool. Yeah, man. Um, 
Yeah, for like a long time, that age thing used to kill you, man. I used to be looking up all these fighters like, dang, he was 18, he was 19. I just really got started at 23, but right. that shit don't matter like that. How I was beating myself up about it, it don't really matter like that. I still got about 10, 12 years ahead of me, you know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'm not worried at all. I'm not worried. I mean, I, I, I agree with that, but that's like an extra a motivational factor. Cause exactly, know, like exactly. You putting, you expecting more of yourself than than people than other people are. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we when it comes to you, much harder. Yeah. Exactly, yep, exactly how it is. Mm -hmm. You're right. Yeah, so it's, uh, I guess I appreciate you taking the time uh -huh. out of your schedule. Um, before we get out of here, what's the best? Um, what would, did I forget to address anything? Um, no, everything. Uh, I want to thank all my fans that came out to my last fight and the ones that are coming out to my next one. Uh, thank you all. Appreciate love you guys. And uh, where is that and how can they get tickets? Uh, the Royal Oak Music Theater. Um, tickets are $35. You can contact me. You can text me or call me. 313-932-7440. Uh, and I got the tickets for you. Cool. And what's the other? Uh, what's the best way that people stay in contact with you on social media? Oh yeah, you can, uh, Twitter. Uh, we want prenups. My manager want me to change. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because my manager is probably gonna kill me. He want me to change my Twitter name to something more appropriate. But that's been my Twitter name for like the past six, seven years. But <laughs> right. but right now we want prenups. You know, W E W A N T P R E N U P S. Or Instagram at Clayhova, C L A Y H O V A, or Snapchat at Clayhove, C L A Y H O V. There right. you go. Make sure y'all show them some love and support. Mm -hmm. And uh, congratulations in advance. Thank you, man. On the Appreciate next you one. for having me. All right, no, thanks. I'll be back on her soon, don't worry. Oh, yeah, right, right. <laughs> you gotta stay updated, man. Yes, definitely, man. And uh, anybody who wants to stay updated with the Chris Massey Show, everything is Chris Massey Show. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, SoundCloud, iTunes link coming soon. Mm -hmm. uh, we appreciate all the love and support. Special thanks to Doc Ellingsworth representing Detroit City for this segment's instrumental. And and we appreciate everybody. And once again, Clay Hover, man. Thank get you. used to hearing that name. Yes, get used to it. <laughs> Peace. Take a look around. The majority of the youth roam the streets dealing in drugs, sex, and violence. Thinking these things have no real effect on life, crimes without real punishment, an uncaring, unfeeling generation without knowledge of
Don't be a little bitch. Try to hide it all for yourself. You grab me little shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit, my nigga. Give a little bit. Give a little light. Give a little love. Give a little that. Give a little hug. Give a little drink. Give a little fuck. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little this. Give a little that. Give a little chips. Give a little scraps. Give a little something. Watch you get it back. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little less hate. Give a little more love. Everywhere I get love is everywhere I show love. Give a nigga no love. Fuck it, that's fine by me. I'ma keep mine by me. Fuck them autographs signed by me. Give a little knowledge to the kid who don't know what college really is. Make them see a lot of different shit. Grow them up as solid as a brick so they can see the world when they grown. Not from what they heard on the phone. Wanna give life, wanna have a seed, little boy, your girl, I'm on. Try to be a good nigga. I be showing love all the time. Used to hit the weed spotlight. Show a little love on the dime. Throw a little something on the bug. Give a little something on the dang. If you wanna smoke that gas, put a little something on the tank. You're listening to life on the track. Nigga, this is my kind of rap. If you got a light, give me that. And I just might give it back. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit. Give a little light. Give a little love. Give a little that. Give a little hug. Give a little drink. Give a little bug. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little this. Give a little that. Give a little chips. Give a little scraps. Give a little something. Watch you get it back. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit of that shit. Give a little bit. Give a little bit.